other emerging markets in Asia, Central Asia faces a significant need for infrastructure development to support onward growth, but a comparable shortfall in project financing and implementation capacity. In this podcast, ADBI's Dina Ashkayeva and Ranjita Mishra and the Central Asia Regional Economic Cooperation Institute's Kemalbek Karimshikov explain the importance of bridging these infrastructure gaps for firm performance and trade in Central Asia. They also describe how policy lessons and solutions here can be applied to other parts of developing Asia. The discussion draws upon the ADBI working paper entitled Infrastructure and Firm Performance in Carrick Countries Cross-Sectional Evidence at the Firm level. Hi, Dina, Ranjita, and Camelback. Welcome to Asia's Developing Future. Can you start by explaining the infrastructure challenges that Central Asian firms are facing right now? Major barriers for infrastructure investment include long construction period, high upfront costs, large-scale investment, high risk, and uncertain benefits. Cross-border connectivity is crucial in Central Asia as it is less densely populated and cities are far from each other. Apart from transport infrastructure, telecom and stable energy infrastructure is very important for the development of firms. Central Asia's infrastructure needs are estimated at around 33 billion US dollars annually till 2030, according to the ADB report meeting Asia's infrastructure needs. So this number makes it around 7% of region's GDP. If we add cost of climate change adaptation and mitigation, infrastructure needs increase to 38 billion US dollars, which is around 8% of region's GDP. The projected infrastructure needs for Central Asia in terms of percentage of GDP are lower than in Pacific and South Asia, but greater than in Southeast Asia and East Asia. Can you explain how infrastructure gaps are affecting firm performance in Central Asia? During COVID outbreak, businesses were negatively affected, especially small and medium enterprises. High-speed internet connectivity becomes more important than ever for them to continue their businesses. We have used latest available firm-level data from World Bank Enterprise Survey for nine current countries to estimate the impact of infrastructure on farm performance. We measure firm performance in terms of total sales, exports, and utilized capacity. Infrastructure is measured by duration of power outages, access to broadband internet, and efficiency of customs. So understanding these microlinks is key to guide government and donors in prioritizing investment to support the region to diversify in resource processing and assembly-based manufacturing. How does the issue differ for small, medium, and large firms? Our estimation results indicate positive effect of access to broadband internet on the total sales of all firm sizes, small, medium, and large. However, small firms with broadband connection on average have greater export sales. Another indicator measuring the impact of infrastructure on export activities is the efficiency of the customs and border management clearance that we use from the logistical performance index. High efficiency of customs and border management promotes large and medium firms in terms of being exporters and increasing export sales. What has been government's role in promoting infrastructure in their respective countries? Infrastructure in Central Asia is mainly financed by public sector. Challenges to financing infrastructure in Central Asia comes from large distances between cities, landlocked location, and low population density. 
It's important to make policy differentiation for small and medium-sized enterprises, which in turn help to provide support in a cost-effective way. Our estimation results indicate electricity expenses are one of the important determinants of export and sales of enterprises. Also, internet connection or access to broadband internet is important for facilitation international trade, especially for small-sized enterprises. Another interesting factor is that customs and border management and clearance efficiency should be facilitated and enhanced because our findings also indicated that this is one of the important criteria for medium and large enterprises, especially to increase their export sales. What are your policy recommendations for improving access to and the quality of infrastructure in the region moving forward? Improving access to and affordability of a broadband internet connection can positively affect sales, including export sales. Thus, policy in this direction should be oriented towards widening access to and affordability of internet for firms. Improvements of customs efficiency could positively affect firm exports, particularly of medium and large-sized firms. Current countries could benefit from the improvement of customs efficiency, further bilateral and multilateral cooperation for reducing trade barriers, digitalization, and other measures improving customs efficiency may stimulate firms' engagement in international trade. The importance of stable energy, a decrease in the number of power outages could improve firm performance. Electricity expenses have a significant negative effect, particularly on small firms. Reducing electricity expenses for small firms could improve firm performance. This necessitates government policies aimed at reducing electricity costs for small firms, for example, by providing progressive electricity tariffs with lower rates for smaller consumers or firms. To wrap up, how can we apply these policy lessons and solutions to other parts of Asia? We have emphasized importance of stable energy infrastructure. Decrease of power outage would increase firm productivity, and it is also very relevant for South Asia and Southeast Asia. Power outage has a very high toll on firm's productivity in South Asia, especially in India. We have emphasized access to broadband internet for firms. It is very important for the development of their skill and efficient utilization of opportunity provided by the internet. We have also emphasized on efficient custom and broader management system. Adoption of homogenized standard would be beneficial in other parts of Asia also because there are small countries sharing their border. Very efficient custom would be helpful for cutting short the time and helping them to trade goods across the border. Finally, we suggest a reduction of electricity cost via development of alternative energy sources and energy efficient mechanism for production. This has been Asia's Developing Future, brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute. For more information about us, visit adbi.org.